<laughs> well, good morning. I was telling the first service that, because he called me Miss Carrie, and I was like, you, you, the students at, at school are not allowed to call me Miss Carrie. I'm Mrs. DeChant. And that's always fun when I'm here, and I hear uh, Mrs. DeChant, because I know it's a student, because those are the only people who call me Mrs. DeChant. Everybody else, it's my mother-in-law. So... Anyway, well, welcome. If you've been here before or if you've been here earlier, we are in the Think Like Jesus series, which we are going through the Sermon on the Mount, which is the longest recorded sermon of Jesus's. It's in Matthew. It's the beginning. But before we get into that, I want to do something real quick. So you're going to have to be like rapid fire. Raise your hand. I want to see what all different school districts we have represented here this morning. So first of all, if you are from the Clyde Green Spring Schools, raise your hand. Okay. If you are from the Fremont City Schools, and you could just live in Fremont. You don't have to be like, yeah, I'm in school. Oh, there's quite a few of you. How about Bellevue? Yeah. Norwalk? I, there are some. Port Clinton? There were a ton of Port Clinton this morning in the first service. Oak Harbor? Gibsonburg? Dude, where are all you people from? Fostoria, oops, sorry, Fostoria, Hopewell Loudon. Okay, I'm done. Dude, there's like Perkins. That's two. Oh, yeah, Perkins is here too. Okay. Homeschool, you're right. Okay, man. What? Woodmore. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. There's a lot. That's awesome. Okay, back to the Sermon on the Mount. I just wanted to see. So it has been so good. Have you guys enjoyed it? The disciples called Jesus the good teacher, and in this sermon, he taught us so much, and we are learning so much, and today is no different. Do you know that Jesus, in this sermon, taught us how to pray? I don't know about you, but I know I'm supposed to pray. Did you know that? You, it says, he says it actually in a few verses before that when we get to this in chapter 6. He says, when you pray, not if you pray, when you pray. So we know we're supposed to pray, but that doesn't mean we know how. Well, Jesus, the good teacher, taught us how to pray. And you may have heard it. It's called, we call it the Lord's Prayer, but it was actually the disciples' prayer because he was teaching them. If you would put that up for me, Preston. Preston is from the Bellevue City Schools, and he is in the marching band, and they were amazing on Friday night, I just have to say. So was Clyde marching band, but Bellevue was pretty cool, too. Okay, here we go. You know what? Would you read this with me? This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jesus taught us how to pray. So this morning, because like in school you have subjects, we're going to break this prayer down, how Jesus taught us, into three different sections. Look at that. Preston, he does such a great job. The first one is, our Father in heaven, how it be your name. The word that we're going to use to help us remember to pray like Jesus taught us to pray is praise. Can you say that with me? 
praise. Now, I love this one because if you know me, you know I love to sing. And praise is about singing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mom, hold your horses. I love you. I love you. So much. But praise is not just singing. It's not? No. Okay. Well, you tell them what it is. Okay. I'm going to move this up here, too, because I don't want to have to be back here. I'm going to be up here with you guys. So praise. Praise is us telling God just how awesome he is. It focuses our attention on God and his greatness, and it usually comes out of our mouths. So, yes, praise can be singing, but that's not all that praise is. Praise can be us telling God about all of the great things he's done in the past and all of the great things that he's going to do. And it can also be us telling God all of the great things that he is, like worthy, almighty, powerful, all of these things. That is what praise is. And some of our kiddos might be in the room thinking, well, Kate, that verse doesn't actually say praise, so why in the world are we talking about praise? Like, are you, are you okay? So there's a word in there. Yeah, he's got it up. You're amazing, Preston. There's a word in this little green section, and that word is hallowed. Now, it's a weird word. We don't see it too often, but this word hallowed means to have, to show honor and respect towards someone or something. And in this case, we are showing respect and honor towards God by praising him. And did you also know that Jesus intentionally started this prayer that he teaches us with praise for a specific reason? And I'm going to show you why. So my friend, Miss Livia, could you come up here? This is Miss Livia Pippin. She is just the cutest. Can we give a hand for Miss Livia? So I am going to do something, and then I'm going to ask you what I just did. That's okay. So, Miss Lip, you are just the cutest. Your hair, oh my gosh, I love your hair. Your outfit is amazing. You are just the sweetest and the kindest girl. You are so humble. You love animals. You love every single creature on this planet. You just love Jesus, and you show that love of Jesus to everybody, and I just love you so much. So, I just praised my sweet friend, Miss Livia, and when I was praising her, was I focusing on anything else in this room? No, I wasn't. I was just focusing on how awesome my friend is. You can go ahead and sit down. Give me a high five first, though. Yes. So what I did with my sweet friend is what we should do with Jesus. Because when we praise Jesus, it gets the attention off of ourselves. It gets our minds focused on him and not on our circumstances and not what's around us. Because if we start our prayers with just like asking Jesus, be like, Jesus, I need this, 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 and this. We forget why we're praying and we forget who we're praying to. 
So it's so, so, so important that we start any prayer that we pray with praise because it gets our minds into the mindset of, I am praying to the King of Kings, the most powerful being, the person that has saved me that can do anything. So when we praise, it is so important. And that is our first little section. And my mother, who I love very much, is going to tell us about our second one. Well, praise is not just singing. Oh, I do like to sing, though. So we start with praise. And like Kate said, Jesus knew what he was doing. Obviously, he was the best teacher ever. And he said, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. The next part that we're going to talk about is yield. Okay, so let's say this together. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Put that up there, Preston. Your kingdom come, your will be done. There is one word that's repeated in there twice. What is it? Your your kingdom come, your will be done. And the word that we're using to help us remember this is yield. How many of you have driven and you've seen a yield sign on the road? Yep, yep, I have. When you come to an intersection and you see this sign yield, it means you wait and let the other people, they have the right of way, right? Jesus, when he said, your kingdom come, your will be done, it's us yielding to our God. And we've started with praise. We started with saying how amazing he is, and then it just automatically makes sense that we go, we want what you want because what you want is better than what I want, right? So yield. You oh, hey, 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 Miss Carrie. Oh, hi. hi Scooter. How are you doing, Miss Carrie? Hi. Hi. How are I, you? I'm doing great. You are doing Yes, I'm doing really good. And, and you know what? I heard you talking about a field, and I think fields are so no. awesome. No, no, There are so no. many fields in this the, area. No. There are corn fields yeah, okay. and Wait. soybean fields. Scooter. I love a field. Yes. Whoa. What? That is not what I said. I what? Didn't, I didn't say field. I said yield. Yield? Yeah, That's yeah, a weird yeah. word. Ye I don't know that word, Miss Carrie. Well, it means, how can I explain it to you? It means kind of like submit. I don't know that word either. Well, you should. Well, well, I well do you have a teacher? What? Do you have a teacher? I do. Okay. I don't like her very much, though. That is a scooter. I is don't. She's kind of mean. Stop it. She doesn't let me talk okay. when I want to talk. Oh. She makes me sit at my desk. Okay, well, stop. That's so mean. Okay, no, it is not mean. Scooter, listen to me. What? She knows what she's doing. She, she does? Yes. I don't know. That's why she's the teacher. Yeah. She's the authority, and she knows things. Oh. And you need to submit to her because she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. probably. So that's... Yield. Say yield. it. Yield. Yield. Say it again. Yield. Okay. All right. Now, yeah. Yes. Yield. Okay. Very good. Yes. So you're saying that I should listen to my teacher. Yes. Well, that's what because Jesus taught us how to pray. And that's he what did. We, yeah. I love Jesus. Me too. He's I, so. Yeah, I love him. 
room. Okay, you're yelling again, Scooter. I'm sorry. You, I try not to yell. You yell a lot. Okay. I'm sorry. We're talking I'm about. I'm sorry, Miss Carrie. I forgive you. We're okay. talking about how Jesus taught us to pray. Yeah. And just like you need to submit to your teacher. Yeah. In Jesus' prayer, he taught us that we need to yield to oh, God. So Jesus doesn't want me to run and he doesn't want me to talk? No, that's not, no. Why? No, I did not say that. You said he's like a teacher and a teacher yells and says, don't run and don't talk. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. What? We, we, we pray to surrender. We tell, okay, listen. Okay, I'm listening. We say, God. God. I want what you want. I want what you want. More than I want what I want. More than I want what I want. You get to do what you want to do. That's what yielding Whoa. is. Yeah, okay. That's crazy. It is crazy. I'm glad. You, that was wow. hard. That's what yield means? Well, I think so. I mean, you're kind of confusing me now. Yes. I think you're doing a good job. You're so sweet. Aww. Hey, I think your mother's calling. I don't hear her. Oh, I do. I, I, do you hear her? No. I don't hear her. I think maybe, then, may, didn't you uh, have to go to the bathroom? What? Yeah, yeah. Trickling oh. water. Oh, don't do that. Uh, yeah, I hear. Oh, now I got to pee. A river running oh. through. Yeah, yeah, okay. Miss Kerry, I'll see you later. I got to go pee. I know. Goodbye. Okay, thank you. He is so funny. I'm surprised he didn't say anything about us not being in the library because anytime we are not in the library, he's usually a little startled. So you guys did a great job. So the world, the word is what? Yield. I think we need to review those two words. So the first one was we start with praise. We put our attention where it needs to be. And then we... Yields. Very good. First, I want you to say the word praise like a lion. Praise. And now I want you to say the word yield like a mouse. Ooh, that was a loud, high-pitched mouse. Yield. Praise and yield. Well, the good teacher taught us how to pray. So those are the first words, praise and yield. Pastor Ken, what is the third word? I thought you would never ask. How are you? Hey, um, our third word, what was the first word? Praise. Praise. And what was the second word? Yield. Yield. We're going to talk about the third word that helps us to pray like Jesus taught us to pray, and it's the word ask. And that K is really important at the end of the word. Ask, right? Would you say that with me? Ask, right? And a lot of people think that actually ask is what prayer is all about, that prayer is just 100% asking, asking God for whatever, and but Ask is what we do after we praise and after we yield and say, God, I want what you want more than I want what I want. Then we get to ask. And in fact, Jesus gives us three categories of things that we can ask for. In fact, we're going to look at this, the rest of the verses up here. Would you read this with me? Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jesus teaches us that we can pray about several really important things. The first one is we can pray for our daily needs. Now everyone in this room has things that you need every day. 
2,000 years ago, when Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray, the great need that they had was literally for daily bread. Kids, if you can imagine, there was no Kroger's, there was no Walmart's or Miller's, there was, there was no gas stations or convenience stores. Every day you wondered what you were going to eat. And this was really like life or death that I have something to eat. And Jesus says, your heavenly father knows your needs and he invites you to ask him. And so I don't know what your daily needs are. They're probably different than the needs of people 2,000 years ago. Maybe your needs are, man, I'm about to go into school year and I had a really hard time with math last year and this year I really need God's help in learning math. Maybe you need to ask God, God, would you help me to be able to pay attention in math class? Would you help me to be able to learn? Would you give me the courage and the power to ask my math teacher to help me with the things that I don't understand, right? Like, that's a, that's a normal thing. But you know what? Adults in this room, do, are my adults still with me? <laughs> adults, you guys have daily needs too, right? Like, sometimes we bump into things that are just beyond us. We have our Clyde Greensprings uh, superintendent, we're going to introduce him in a few minutes, but Mr. Messer is sitting over here, and I guarantee you there's times that he bumps into issues that are beyond his education and beyond his experiences, and there's times where he or anybody in this room, we could just go, God, I need help right now. There's some needs, I, I need you to intervene. Every one of us bump into things, and I'm telling you, your heavenly father loves it. When you go to him and you just say, I need your help, I praise you, I recognize who you are and what you've done, I submit myself to you, I yield that you, your ways are greater than my ways, but I need your help here. We can ask him for our daily needs. But you know there's the second thing that we could ask him for, and it's really important, we all need to do this, we can ask him for forgiveness. In fact, that second part of the verse, right there, it says, forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Here's the truth of the matter is, we all sin against God. We all mess up, we are all broken and helpless, and every day I do things that just show my pride, or my selfishness, or my jealousy, or my greed, or lack of compassion, or I say something that I probably shouldn't have said in that moment, and so there are so many opportunities. I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, there's so many opportunities every day where I need to say, would you forgive me? Would you forgive me? I did something that I, that I shouldn't have done. I said something that I shouldn't have said. Would you forgive me? But you know, forgiveness isn't just about God, would you forgive me? And I love that when we ask him to forgive us, that he will. In fact, the Bible says that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and he will forgive us when we humble ourselves and go to him and just say, I need your forgiveness. But you know, forgiveness isn't just about me asking God to forgive me for the bad things that maybe I've done or thought or motivations. Forgiveness is also, did you see that next slide? It says, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And unfortunately, I hate to say this, but in this next school year, whether you're a kid or you're a college student or whether you're an adult or maybe you're retired, there will be people who will do things and say things that will hurt you. It's a part of life, isn't it? And sometimes they don't mean to, and hopefully that's the case, that they don't mean to do those things. And then sometimes we bump into people who are just mean, and they say things that hurt us, and they say things to make themselves look better, and they, they do mean things. And, 
And it's so important that every day we go to our Heavenly Father and we just say, and not only would you forgive me, but I'm asking you to give me the power that I need to forgive these other people. See, God, he loves you so much, he doesn't want you walking around holding a grudge. He doesn't want you to walk around being bitter toward other people. And so as soon as we're hurt, it's so important that we go to God and we say, God, would you give me the power to forgive that other person? Sometimes it's saying, God, would you give me the power to be able to tell them that they hurt me? To be able to, maybe there's even situations where I need to tell somebody else that somebody hurt me in a significant way, right? So we can ask God for our daily needs. We can ask God for forgiveness. And then this third category, it starts with the word and, all the way near the bottom. Would you read those last two lines with me that starts with and? And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So when I'm praying this, often I go, and lead us not into temptation. I add this little Kendi chant phrase, because I can find it all by myself, Right? I don't need, please don't lead me into temptation. I just happen to find temptation all on my own. I don't need your help. Like what I'm praying is, God, would you protect me? Would you protect my heart? Would you protect my mind? Would you protect my relationships? See, just like we believe in God, and God is Father, and he's Son, and he's Holy Spirit, and that's a mystery that is so hard for us to understand, but he's community, he's Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit. Just like we believe in God, and we believe in Jesus, there is also, the Bible says, an evil one. He's called Satan, he's called the devil, and I don't mean to scare you in any way, but Jesus said that the devil has come to steal, and kill, and destroy now, that doesn't, not, not necessarily literally, but he wants to destroy your relationships. He wants, to, he wants you to think less of yourself and think less of the potential that you have. Like, he wants to steal in your life. He wants to take hope from you. He wants to take joy from you. And so one of the things we should pray every day when we're asking God for daily needs and asking him for forgiveness, we should also say, God, would you protect me? Would you protect my family? Parents, this is a great prayer to pray over. God, would you protect my kids today? Lead them not into temptation. Deliver them, rescue them from the intents and the strategies of the evil one, right? Like it's so important that we do this. Now here's the thing. You can pray this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. You can pray it at a casual rate. And some of you have this prayer memorized, so it's really easy to do this. You can pray it at a casual rate in 22 seconds. Did you know that? Just going, our father, not even like the our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I tell you, you, time yourself, it's about 22 seconds. I don't think that that's what Jesus meant, though, for us to do. I think he meant that this would be an outline, that this would be a way of praying. And so for me, I do this every day when I'm praying. I go through the Lord's Prayer, and I'll start with praise. And sometimes I spend a lot of time with praise because I really, need to, I really need to remind myself of who God is and what he's done. And so, God, I thank you that you are everlasting. I thank you that you are great and you are powerful and you have all wisdom and you are the creator. You can create out of nothing and you resurrect things that are dead. And I just remind myself of what he's done in my life. And I, sometimes I spend a whole lot of time doing that. And then there's some days where I don't spend a whole, you know, it's just, it, maybe it's just a few minutes. Sometimes I spend a whole lot of time with the yield part, and sometimes that's when I just need to be able to surrender because I'm all hyped up, and I need to be able to say, God, it's not about me. 
It's not about what I want. It's not about my kingdom. God, I want you to rule and reign. I want you to be present in my life. I want what you want more than I want what I want. Sometimes in my asking, my asking might take a long time and sometimes it's a short time. But I want to challenge you to find a time and a space every day to pray this prayer that Jesus taught his followers to pray. Now here's some homework. Do you know you have homework today? I know. I know, that's horrible. But listen, this isn't just homework for the kids. In fact, most of this homework is for the adults in this room. Here's the homework. I want us to practice, and if you have kids in your life, maybe you're a grandparent or a parent or you're a guardian, and you have kids in your life, I want you to intentionally start praying this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray around your kids. Maybe at mealtime, maybe at mealtime, if, if at best you pray like a God bless this food to our bodies, in Jesus' name, amen, let's eat, right? Maybe at mealtime, if you have kids in your life, or even, it doesn't have to be that, that you would just take some time to pray through the Lord's Prayer. Just that 20-second version, right? You don't have to go for hours before you eat, but, but just our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. See, what has happened in our culture, when I was a kid, everybody knew this prayer. Do you remember those days? Like, everybody knew it. Our Catholic friends are really good. Like, they've got this prayer down, but for whatever reason, like Protestants or whatever we call ourselves, like, we've kind of forgotten this prayer along the years. You know, there was a Jeopardy episode, for those of you in the room who are old enough to watch Jeopardy, which means you're really old. Uh, there was a Jeopardy episode earlier this year, and the question was, fill in the blank, or the answer, or whatever you call it in Jeopardy. That always confuses the mess out of me. But it was... Our Father who art in heaven, blank be your name. And not one of the three contestants buzzed in. Not one of the three contestants knew that it was hallowed, which is a weird word. So here's what I want to challenge parents, families. Why don't we bring this prayer back? I've been asked because I've known that we're going to be doing this for the last probably month or so. I've been asking kids in our church, do you know this prayer? And I'll start, I'll start it out. And they just look at me and they go, I don't know that prayer. We need to bring this prayer back into our church. And so if you're a parent or grandparent, and it doesn't have to be just with littles. Maybe you have middle school or college students. Just say, hey, I know this is going to be weird, and you're going to roll your eyes at me. But before we eat, let's pray this prayer together. And let's bring it back in our homes. You think that's a good idea? Yeah, you can try it. Okay, just do it. Maybe try it for a week, right? It'll be a, a cool exercise to try for a week. The second part of your homework is when you leave today, or some of you already got them, we have these wristbands, these black wristbands. They're out in the lobby at a table. I'd love for every person to grab one of these wristbands. And on the wristband, and we've done it really so it's not like loud, and, because I, this, isn't, this isn't us preaching to everybody else that they need to do this. This is us realizing we need to do this, Right? So, so what we do is we, th these three words are right here in this wristband, praise, yield, and ask. And so maybe you forget what I say because I know and what my daughter Kate said and what Miss Carrie said. Maybe you forget, whoa, man, what were those three words? It'll be right there in your wristband. And you can spend some time wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can look at that and you can go, okay, I'm going to spend just a minute or two and I'm going to praise God. I'm going to remind myself of who he is and what he's done. I'm going to spend some time yielding. God, it's not about me. It's not about what I want. God, I want what you want. And I'm going to spend some time asking him. I'm going to ask him about my daily needs. I'm going to ask him for forgiveness because we all need forgiveness for stuff, right? I'm going to ask him to help me to forgive other people. And then I'm going to ask him for protection because I need some protection of my mind and my heart today, right? 
It's so important that we do this. I want to pray just a real quick prayer over us, and then we're going to invite our kiddos in, in a few minutes, and, and we want to pray a real special blessing over them today. But God, would you help us to get this? We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that, that Jesus, yes, he died on the cross so that, that we can experience the forgiveness of our sins. In fact, at his death, all of our punishment was put upon him. We believe that Jesus was resurrected from the grave. We thank you for that. And we thank you that Jesus taught us how to pray. So God, would we be faithful to pray the way that Jesus taught us to pray? Help us to grow in this. Help us to do this. To not just hear about this, to not just talk about it, to not just listen to sermons about it, but God, help us to be a people who pray the way that Jesus taught us to pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.